I'm Carrie Campbell, and this is Raised Catholic. If you were born and raised Catholic, but now find yourself away from the church, or as an occasional or holiday mass goer, or just sitting in pews wondering whether there's more to the experience of faith, this is a judgment-free place for you. In this podcast, you'll find space for your wandering questions and frustrations, plus encouragement and light for your particular faith journey. Despite what we may have been taught as kids in the cradle of Catholicism, a life of faith is much bigger than rules and checkboxes, and there is room for all of us in the family of God. In each episode of Raised Catholic, you'll hear a little reflection, a prayer or a blessing, and a practical step you can take today to engage in relationship with God both inside and outside of church walls. You and I were raised Catholic, but that doesn't mean our journey is done. Today, let's be raised just a little bit higher. Today is episode 90, Reconstructing Faith, Part 2. Well, hi friends. Our series on faith reconstruction begins with a short review on deconstruction, though if you're looking for a deeper dive on that topic, I would recommend heading back to episode 22, Deconstructing Catholic. Well, after today's short review, we'll move on to some reconstruction basics, the who, what, where, when, why, and how of rebuilding faith. First, a review. If you were born and raised Catholic and you've never heard the words faith deconstruction before, well, that's really no surprise. Many of us learned while growing up that questioning what we had been taught about our faith was strictly off-limits, and those who did question were derided as lukewarm or cafeteria Catholics or were described by some other harsh language, and as kids, we internalized those messages. As a result, grown Catholics who question the framework of faith they were given when they were children tend just to leave and leave quietly. And this is a shame because an adult experience of faith should come as a result of our own discernment, our own study, our own experience and encounter with God who loves us. We can't live out someone else's faith with our one precious life, or at least we shouldn't do that. An adult Christian or an adult of any faith should come to their beliefs through wrestling and discernment, and that's what faith deconstruction is all about, holding beliefs or teachings up to the light and prayerfully discerning for ourselves through study and the help of the Holy Spirit what is true. And Jesus himself did this. He scrutinized the teachings and culture of the religious leaders of the day over and over again, and this is a big reason why those leaders were no fans of Jesus or his message. How many times in the scriptures do we hear Jesus say, You have heard it said about some teaching of theirs, but I say something different altogether. Or how many times do we see him breaking the cultural religious norms of his time, like when he treated women not as property but as equals, or when he broke the Sabbath laws by picking grain to eat or healing sick people, or when he touched lepers or ate with sinners. How many times do we hear Jesus denounce religious leaders, calling them out for the way they twisted the laws to serve themselves but heaped heavy burdens on the people? And how about when he overturned the tables of the money changers at the temple? 
Jesus regularly looked at both the teachings and the execution of the religion in which he was raised with a critical eye. He brought new light to what his father intended from the beginning, and when it came to implementation about how to put this faith into practice, Jesus frequently proposed a new way. And you could say that's a big reason why he came here in the first place. A time of deconstruction is a healthy and formative period for an adult of any faith, but it can feel lonely at times, scary and frustrating. There may come a time after a season of prayer and wondering and study that it can feel like maybe it's time to start putting some pieces back together in a way that makes sense for us. The outcome and timeline of Reconstruction will look different for each one of us, and there is unfortunately no such thing as arriving when it comes to faith the side of heaven, but let's take a look today at some general guidelines that might help. First, why Reconstruct? Well, this question might better be rephrased, why faith at all? Hopefully, we choose to follow a faith path with our one precious life, not because someone told us to or because it's something we're used to doing or it's something we're afraid not to do, but because we believe it's true. In the case of Christianity, the decision to build and live by a set of faith practices should be centered around Jesus, his life and teachings, and our own experience and encounter with the Holy Spirit that Jesus sent to help us. This is in part why our own contemplation practice is so important to living out an adult faith, because in contemplation, we are guided to truth directly by God. The when of faith reconstruction is a more complicated question, and the answer, again, likely different for each one of us. Putting the pieces of a faith practice back together in a new form can happen while in the midst of deconstructing, or it may happen more intentionally as that season draws to a close. Individual beliefs or faith habits might bubble up to scrutiny at different times as we go, and that's okay. A discerning lens is something we should bring with us as we continue to grow in faith. The who, what, and how questions of Reconstruction should flow naturally from our deconstruction process. I'm speaking here from my own experience as a Catholic Christian, but I routinely measure voices of authority, teachings, or practices in terms of their fruit as described in the letter to the Galatians, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And it can become easier with time and study to readily recognize the teachers that more authentically represent Jesus and what he actually said and taught. In my experience, I've found that one trusted teacher or author frequently leads me to the next, and along the way, I've built a little gaggle of mentors along with community in unlikely ways and places, and I'll link to some of those voices in the show notes for you. Which elements of a faith practice you bring forward, your prayer routines, teachings, habits of faith, service, and how you implement them— will flow from a season of discernment and questioning. As we grow, we'll naturally find a wholeness and resonance in some activities and maybe leave some others behind for a season. Continued discernment, study, and contemplation will help us navigate shifts in our walk with God as we go. Okay, so now we've covered the why, when, what, how, and who of faith reconstruction, but you might notice that I've left the most challenging for last. Where? 
For those of us who were born and raised Catholic, belonging to a parish has been deeply ingrained into not only our faith practice, but our identity. And a season of deconstruction can make us feel adrift as we separate from or struggle with a faith community that we may have been a part of for years, maybe decades. And that is so hard, I know. Deciding to try again, whether in a place with which you're familiar or a new community, a different denomination, a virtual faith community, even a small Bible study or faith-based book club, taking a step like this can feel scary and like crossing a real line between deconstruction and reconstruction without any certainty about how it will all end up. The wear of a faith practice is the most outward sign of a process that really is very much internal. When we choose to show up somewhere, to extend ourselves to a faith family on any level, it is a very big deal, especially for those of us who have dealt with deep issues of church hurt. There are no easy answers here, but I would say that if you are considering a try at a faith community or spiritual home, I'd love to give you some words that Father Frank McFarland used to say in his televised rosaries on Boston Catholic Television many years ago. Father Frank would say that any feeling we have that we should pray or would like to pray or that it's time to pray is always God inviting us first. God who lives within us is always steering us toward a means of relationship with him. He's a good shepherd after all, and we can trust his leading us in love. So if we feel a curiosity or an inkling about a where when it comes to the practice of our faith, we can hold the hand of God who loves us, take one step, and just see where it takes us. One thing's for sure, however we walk out this life of faith, friend, we are never, ever walking alone. Well, thanks so much for listening today. Next week's episode will wrap up this short series as I talk a bit about my own deconstruction and reconstruction journey, which weirdly parallels my months-long struggle with a hip injury to return to running. So listen in for that one. Until then, if you need me, you can find me on Instagram at Carrie Campbell Writes or on my blog at mylittleepiphanies.com. Thanks so much for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and most importantly, sharing this podcast with a friend. That really makes a difference in growing our community, so thanks. If you'd like to support this podcast financially, there's a way for you to do that in the show notes, along with lots of resources related to today's episode, so do check all of that out. But before we go, let's pray together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God, you tell us in Ecclesiastes that there is a season for everything. And whether we are in a season of deconstruction or reconstruction or some whole other season when it comes to the practice of our faith, help us to remember that there is no place we can go that is apart from you. In the coming apart, in the coming together, you are always with us, helping us to discern and build a faith that is whole and healthy. Thank you that you are, as your daughter Hagar called you, the God who sees. Thank you that we are never, ever alone no matter where our faith journey takes us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening today, friend, and I'll see you next time.